Everyone, welcome back. This is the GTM Kickback. I am your host, Joey Brodsky. This is the number one go-to-market leadership interview and strategy podcast in the world, and that is a fact. And I am back here for another week, another solo podcast, and another really interesting topic for me to go through for a couple of minutes with you guys on something I'm actually super passionate about and have conversations about all the time. And that is the hiring of the first VP of sales, or you're hiring as the first VP of sales inside an early stage SaaS business. This is the single hardest hire to get right in all of the SaaS landscape. It is the one that has failed the most. It is one that is put under the most scrutiny from the most people, whether it's the CEO or the CRO, if there is one, the founders, the board, and the pressure of everyone uh, to grow revenue, to uh, grow pipeline, to generate a, a scalable revenue model, and help the organization make sales. As simple as that. Statistically, 70% of SaaS first VPs of sales inside early stage businesses do not make it further than 12 months. It is one of the most common and the most devastating mishires in all of startups and happens uh, all too often that it doesn't work out. And my goal here is to talk about some, some insights that uh, I've seen in my career as hiring for uh, executives inside early stage SaaS businesses for the last half decade. Uh, research I've done, consultants I've talked with, uh, periodicals I've read that have combined to create a really interesting and unique insight, I think, on what is causing these things to not work, what you should be looking for, and what you should be doing as a VP of sales uh, to make sure that this is successful. You put yourself in a successful uh, circumstance and you get out of there alive and make the millions of dollars that you want to make. Um, if we're in a market like today, stability and assurance of growth is 10 times more important than it's been in a number of different years. Uh, you want to make the hire right if you are not extremely analytical about what qualities you're hiring for and are not extremely intentional about your search and going out for this person. Um, and this is for founders, for VCs, for consultants, and everything alike that are going out to the market and trying to hire this first VP of sales to hit all these significant revenue goals that you need to hit to impress your investors, to get to the next follow-on round, to grow your business, make it profitable, and get to some sort of liquidation event at some point. Um, there's a couple of key questions that I ask CEOs and v VCs that are making this VP of sales hire to make sure that they have their mindset um, and the right intentions to hire this person. They've created the right ecosystem for this person to thrive in and they know exactly what they're going out to get, right? They don't just want someone to hand off all sales and client endeavors to so they can move on to other things, but not do it in a strategic fashion. Um, I mean, obviously you think about what are your goals of this? Um, what is the specific ARR growth that you're looking to get at what time frame? Um, what markets are you looking to penetrate? What are the selling motions that you want to set up? Uh, who is your clearly defined ICP? What is the operational success of uh, hiring a VP of sales look like? What does the team growth look like? And what are all the nuances that are going to be needed on the resources that you're going to need to provide? Uh, all of the tech stacks that you're going to need to purchase and all the investment that you're going to need to make into that person to make sure they are extremely successful because that's what you need to do. A VP of sales will not make you successful. You will hire a VP of sales and you will make them successful for you uh, by providing them with the right ecosystem, providing them with the right infrastructure and the right investment to uh, basically uh, succeed in everything that they need. Um, so think about what is your current sales infrastructure? Do you have demand generation and marketing set up? Is there a, uh, a general demand for your product and leads coming inbound or some sort of 
uh, intrinsic interest in the market that you're trying to penetrate already? Uh, do you have technical resources in place if you have a technical product? Do you have a business development team or some sort of outsourced business development scheme that you've already set up that's going to help support this person? Do you have materials built? Do you have product marketing? Do you have content, collateral, social, um, field marketing, et cetera, that this person is likely going to need if they're coming into a bare bones environment and expected to make net new revenue and not just grow accounts that you already have going on? Um, what's the opinion of your company in the marketplace? And where has everyone from your top 10 client list, if you even have 10 clients, come from? Are they referrals? Are they directors moving from business to business? Have they been inbound? Have you, the founder, evangelized and sold in some sort of regard? Or has it come through investors or some other, other type of stream? To be candid about this, to be analytical about it, see where they come from, see where this person might have the most influence and see where um, they can make the most impact early on and lean into successes that you've already had. It's going to be extremely important and not just setting them up for success and painting a good picture, but finding the type of person that's going to be best fit for your environment. Um, no VP of sales is the same. 99% of them will not work out for your specific business. And you need to know what to ask, what to look for and how to find them. If you're going to, uh, create a, a fruitful endeavor with them. Um, hiring a VP of sales at any stage of growth is an extremely delicate process. It's one that comes with a really high degree of nuance, uh, a broad range of backgrounds, a lot of room for error, and statistically, like I said, less work out than the ones that do. Um, making the hire right the first time can save you years on your growth path, allowing you directly to the right ICPs extremely quickly, help you go up market into greater business segments and mid-market and enterprise businesses and create bigger deal values, increase revenue by multi-millions, billions uh, on your valuation um, when it comes down to it at the end of the day. And on the contrary, the wrong hire can send all of that in the wrong direction and waste all the precious time in scaling your business and capitalizing on current market demand as things are going so quickly nowadays. Demand is changing so rapidly. You only have really quick inflection points to be able to capitalize on them and make the most of your business and grow to a point where it's sustainable, profitable, and uh, going to be a, a long-term show here. And if you don't get the right person and you waste that time, you miss that window, that doesn't look good for anyone. The tough part about this in a market like today, one that's heavily recruited, incredibly competitive, moves at an incredibly rapid pace, is that while you need to be extremely diligent and selective in your search, your process needs to be fast. Um, you can't lose top prospects. You need to be uh, diligent, <laughs> diligent about your courting process and make these people feel sold as much as you want them to sell to you and for you. Um, well, it's a case-by-case -case basis and super circumstantial, I'd say, for like every organization. I think there's a couple of key factors that uh, every CEO and VC should look for and qualify the right hires on. Um, the first thing I, I always advise to look on is what are their leadership skills of the candidate and what is their leadership track record? Um, what are their methodologies? What are the structures of the organizations that they've led before? Uh, what are the quantifiable metrics associated with the teams that they've led, the businesses that they've led, and the growth that they've seen in their career, right, from a, from a macro perspective? Um, look at the type of business that someone's led before. Um, what did they look like when they started, and what does it look like when they ended it? And, and go through that on their resume with them. Uh, what were the revenue targets? What did they hit? Uh, what was the team growth targets? What did they hit? What was the market penetration targets, and what did they hit? And depending on your stage, 
reference this back to what your goal is, right? Uh, a VP of sales that's going to bring you from 1 million in ARR to 10 million is a lot different than the one that's going to bring you from 20 million to 50 million or 50 million to 100 million. Extremely different personality types, extremely different type of analytical versus um, more guerrilla type marketing and, and thinking that goes into evangelizing a product early stage and actually helping you penetrate and develop real true go-to-market plans as opposed to amplifying ones that are already built. What is going to advance you and grow your current process and team to the next level in the way that you envision it, right? It'll always change. You can't be super predictable and you can't always nail it right on its head. But uh, the more you think about it, the better reference points that you have and the more analytical you are about at least knowing what this person has done, um, the better suit you're going to be. Financials, uh, clear, quantifiable, recognizable uh, success and performance-based metrics. What are the direct quantifiable successes that this person has seen in previous leadership engagements? What specific actions led to increased revenue? It's all about the facts. You want someone that can confidently put a dollar sign on the exact impact that they've had on someone else's business. That's the beauty of hiring experienced salespeople. It's black and white and whoever got the job done, you're going to know they got the job done. And if they didn't, then you're probably not going to know. Uh, the numbers you want to see will kind of depend on your stage or market segmentation, your customers, your, your product, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you should have an idea about what you want to achieve in the next 12 to 24 months and align as closely as possible from a quantifiable perspective on what are your deal sizes, uh, what is the revenue growth, what are going to be the quota goals, what are the markets are going to penetrate and associate it with that and find someone that can replicate that as best as possible from one to one basis. Um, and I think the last big point, but probably one of the most important outside of um, true leadership uh, mentality is what is the alignment and compatibility of their product market fit and experience, right? Have they sold into a, a similar or the same market in the past? Um, do they know who your buyer persona is, how to speak their language, how to motivate and excite them and get value propositions across to them? Do they understand your sales cycles? Sales cycles in a construction software business are much different than an IT services uh, automation business or a cybersecurity vendor. Um, there's different procurement challenges, there's different levels of stakeholders, there's different business propositions and value propositions of all these different types of products. And if they're not going through or haven't gone through similar motions in the past, that ramp and runway for them to be successful and figure all that shit out is precious time that's going to be wasted on misalignment and likely not going to lead to as much success as you can have. Um, this is all about seeing who can position the value of your product and understand your customer as quickly as possible, bottom line. Um, this is why people hire from competitors. It's the quickest ramp to understanding clients, where to find them, speak their language, as some would say, understand your tech and present the value proposition in their sales motions. I mean, a competitor is one-to-one. We don't always get that luxury and we can find people from certain marketplaces or selling to certain buyer personas or selling something with a similar value proposition or similar type of technology and, and find a suitable fit there. But um, the more closely aligned you can find from a product and market uh, compatibility, the better off you're going to be and the less ramp and the more uh, selling you're actually going to do early on. Um, I think at the bottom line, what you need to find is, is someone that understands your business, can see the value proposition and 
has scaled something in a similar regard before. Um, they're all unicorns, but that's the point. You need a unicorn that uh, is going to take your business to that next level, get you to that next achievable revenue goal, and set you up to have greater success and build a platform for whoever the next person is that's going to take you to the next level or for this person to continue on. Um, and you need to know what you're looking for before you start. Uh, you can make this as swift and smooth as possible when it's go time. Um, while there's a number of different qualifiers out there and nuances to making a successful hire. I think these three big points and I'll backlink the article that I have on this are a good benchmark for starting your search. And I'm pretty confident everyone will come out with a pretty successful hire uh, doing just that. Um, just to put a cap on it, I mean, it is seriously vital that you put a lot of work and preparation into identifying and to evaluating and to understanding the right type of VP of sales that you're looking for, because there are so many different types, styles, methodologies, and leaders out there, all extremely talented and all very well suited to scale businesses to different degrees, but not all extremely well suited to scale your business. And that is the most important thing at the time. Um, but cool. Hopefully that's helpful. Thank you everyone for tuning back in to another micro episode, a solo episode of GTN Kickback. And we'll be back soon with another riveting episode. Thanks so much.